0: Blog TALK RADIO
1: Join us as we travel into the inner workings of John Cheney's mind. Beyond midcourt is another dimension. A dimension of pressure. A dimension of coverage. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land. Two slow-footed white guys, incapable of playing man-to-man, of help-side defense and active hands. You've just crossed half-court into the matchup zone.
0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Matchup Zone. I am your host, Michael Gould. Kevin Owens will be joining us shortly via Skype. Kevin had a little problem uh, getting to the studio tonight, so he's going to be calling in um, via Skype, so he should be in any second. Uh, let me see if I can actually get him in now. Kev, are you there? Kev, are you there? All right, Kev, can you hear in me? Kev, you there, Kev?
1: Hey, is this? A, I can hear you.
0: Okay, I got you. I got you. Okay, so Kevin Owens is now on the line.
1: Hey, so yeah, welcome to the show. This is uh how how's, how terrible does the audio sound right now? Is it bad?
0: It's actually it's actually not that bad. It's oh, actually really? not that bad at all. Yeah.
1: Nice. So well, we... welcome to the welcome to the show, Mike. The the first direct live feed from my uh, living room. Watching TV, what the hell is going on? I haven't watched The Simpsons in forever, and it's creeping me out right now. I'm changing the channel.
0: So, <laughs> well, we start. We started off the show with um, Kev with the Derek Jeter chant. Um, oh yeah. Today, obviously today, his last game at um, Fenway Park. Um, you know, a lot of debate about his career. Keith Oberman um, went off a little bit, saying that he's not. Keith Oberman's rant was a little over the edge. I mean, he tried to. Look, I understand. Everybody was a little bit. Kind of uh, sick and tired of the whole Derek Jeter uh, canonizing, he's becoming a saint the last month here of the season. But I think I feel like Ke- uh, Keith Oberman kind of went, went overboard a little bit in terms of he kind of ripped the guy coming down the stretch of his career. Um, you know, kind of saying that he, he's not even one of the, close to one of the top Yankees. How he's never won an MVP, this and that. Um, look, he he probably feels like everyone else does, but give the don't don't rip the guy going out the back door. <laughs>
1: Well, Mike, Mike, you did a great job to, uh, this week of trolling uh, Facebook. And uh, on Thursday morning, Mike put a post: "Is anyone else sick of the Derek Jeter coverage? He's a great player, no doubt, but I don't remember many other superstars getting this coverage in their last season, including Chipper Jones." Yeah, you can argue Chipper had a better career. And then we go through the stats. Now we kind of we talked about this, and mm-hmm. I think Chipper obviously definitely deserves his accolades as well. I think he's been uh, just a terrific player. The one thing about Jeter that I like and I respect, and we talked you talked a little bit about the oberman piece you can't put a you can't put a, oh i guess you can put a price tag whatever Jeter made, but I think what he did for the city of New York, what he did as kind of the captain and in in a time when so many so, when baseball was just terrible i mean in terms of like scandal and steroids and stuff, he seemed to be kind of the constant who just went out and did it the right way. Right, but and, uh, so,
0: so so did Chipper Jones, and he never got any. And that's, that's what I said in the end of that Facebook piece is, I guess, mm-hmm. it, I guess it pays to play in New York. I mean, if if Derek Jeter is playing in, in Kansas City or Milwaukee or yeah. Pittsburgh, he obviously doesn't get anywhere near the attention he gets now, mainly because he won the one, you know, the Yankees won the one any championships, um, or, you know, the teams he played for didn't win any championships. But, I, I mean, Chipper Jones um, – you know, no one even knew, really knew the guy. You know, you kind we knew because we follow the NLEs and their exactly, players yeah. all the time. But, but, but the people in LA really know that, you know, Chipper Jones, I mean, this is, I mean, this has just been all over Sports Center. It's just nauseating after a while. Uh, enough already. And, we get it. He's retiring.
1: <laughs> and I get it. I think, uh, and, and here's the thing: a lot of people do make a because it's it, it takes over your news feed, it takes over your sports center, and stuff like that. And you're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm sick of Derek Jeter." I think there's not. I don't really think. <laughs> Sorry, I don't think there's. A, was that me uh, ten, three hours ago when I was watching him play his <laughs> final at Uh I don't. And listen, I'm not a Yankees fan at all. And when I go through and I look at what Derek Jeter did, you have to respect it, and you have to respect what he's done. I think, uh, you know, you look at other players, and yes, definitely playing in New York definitely helps. He's in the the best, you know, best team. <clears throat> and I think that's saying something, too, because, uh, you know, you look at Derek Jeter, and it's he's playing for, the, for one of the best teams. He's the captain of one of the best teams, and he's probably one of the, you know, he's got to be up there now in... Terms of one of the better, he's definitely one of the best Yankees of the '90s and and you know '2000s and things like that. But you know you're putting him up a, on a pedestal with other seventh, great seventh Yankees, best all
0: time. seventh best all time.
1: So seventh best all time. I mean, you look at the Yankees: Mickey Mantle, Joe DiMaggio, Babe right. Ruth. No, there's there's, like there's, not, there's nothing Luke to that, but that.
0: That's just my opinion, yeah.
1: obviously. You know,
0: but yeah, I mean, the Yankees, the, the Yankees aren't exactly uh, the um, the Brewers or the Expos. So they've they've there. had obviously a list of great players.
1: Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree. Uh, so you, I think Jeter deserves the accolades. I also, I don't know, I just think what he, what he's done for baseball and in such a crap time uh, has been important. And just, I mean, 3,000 hits, that's, like we said, that's nothing to sneeze at either. Right? He's He's what sixth all time in, in hits, something like that. I mean, that's, some, that's yeah,
0: something, some fifth or sixth, something pretty ridiculous. Yeah,
1: six all time in hits, you know, seven, probably in like top seven uh, Yankees ever. To, they, listen, I don't think the Mariano Rivera tour w- was necessary, and I feel like every year there's going to be a Yankee that's going to be just throwing thrown into the mix, and that they're all going to be.
0: Well, no, uh, I think I think now that it's pretty much. Uh... Unless they're is, is giving it over uh, is that
1: gravy train yeah. over,
0: I think I think so. Unless they're giving Mark Tashera um a, a worldwide <laughs> tour at the end of his career, I think uh, I think we're pretty but safe th- with. I don't think A Rod's going to be getting anything either.
1: No, and I think I, I don't know if you, when you're going to see that again in terms of like a worldwide tour of at least, you know countrywide tour of these guys kind of retiring, and that's what's kind of cool. I, I I just think I thought the Jeter thing was cooler than the Mariano Rivera thing. I think it's you know tough to be a, a uh, definitely tough to be a closer, but what Jeter did, I tuned in for Jeter. I never tuned in for uh, the Mariano Rivera stuff. Cause I just, just didn't care enough.
0: Yeah, to me, Rivera ranks ahead of Jeter on the all-time Yankee list. For me, um, really? So yeah, absolutely. You have, so Rivera <laughs> I just ahead of Jeter. Yeah, I mean, so I guess I mean, I mean, I, I mean, nobody's breaking. No Yankees are ever breaking the the man, old Ruth. Garrick and Dimaggio. I, I think those yeah. four in any order are are there. Or oh, and then Mickey Mantle. You know, and obviously you have Mickey Mantle. And then, then you start talking about you know Yogi Berra won three MVPs. Where do you put him? I, uh-huh. I think Rivera. I think Rivera goes ahead of Jeter, just because of what he did. He, he revolutionized the game. I mean, the, the guy threw one pitch his whole career.
1: <laughs> threw one pitch. Well- you know what the gross thing is? If I sit there tonight and we just sit there and talk about like the ranking the greatest Yankees of all time, I'm gonna throw up in my mouth because I I just don't like the Yankees. However, I like I like what Derek Jeter did for baseball. So like th- for me, I hate the Yankees. So that's why I feel like I respect him, and that's why I watched his farewell tour. And I, you know, it, I didn't get into it like other people like. I watched the highlights. I didn't watch anything live. I watched the yeah, highlights yeah. of the of his last at bat, which was uh, which was funny. You know, third inning, he gets a single. Got, has two two more at bats. Wants to kind of go out on that hit. Now does that does that? I, I I just thought that was that kind of rubbed me as strange. The fact that Jeter didn't say, like Girardi was looking at him saying like Are you done? Are you done? And it, yeah. apparently Jeter was like Yeah. Or else, someone said something because well, he took him out. To me, and I thought that, he, yeah. I thought that was odd.
0: Well, to me, he shouldn't have played again after the walk off at Yankee Stadium. Like that, he yep. shouldn't have played this series if that To me, like you yeah. know, if you really want to go out, like Ted Williams hit a home run of the sure. last bat. Ted Williams hit yeah. a home run in the last bat, and he was done. You know, uh-huh. I mean, I, I just think that he should have. I, I I think Girardi should have said, you know what? The, unless Girardi went up to the game, the game the um the option, and Derek said, you know what, I want to play the last the last series in Fenway. But to me, I mean, yeah. what better way to go out if you're Derek Jeter than a walk-off hitting your last game of Yankee Stadium? Exactly. I mean, you I know, totally... to me. Alright, but who cares about the freaking Yankees? Well, let's get yeah, to this seriously. team in Philadelphia that just, just uh, oh, kind God. of, uh, you know, no, Kevin, no, it's funny. We went through the schedule about a month ago on here uh-huh. and saying, you know, win, loss, which everyone does, win, loss, win, loss, win. Now, Almost everybody had this game as a loss coming in.
1: Mm-hmm. And we we didn't disappoint. Up to, <laughs> no,
0: but no, I know, but they're up 21-10. Now I'm pissed. Like, you know, if they, get, if they come out and get their doors blown off, fine. We had this as a loss anyway. San is a good team. You come out 21-10 to in the first half, the, the special teams, interceptions, touchdowns, and the offense, Kev, I'll be honest, this whole Shady McCoy thing is, is becoming a little concerned. One game, two games, Okay. Three little yeah. concern. Four games in. And and look, I'm not I don't want I'm not going with the offensive line yet. Barry Sanders never had an offensive line either, and the guy just ran all over yeah. the place. Um does the offensive line help? Of course, but he he's too much east and west for me. Like get up the frigging field.
1: He's like Ricky Waters, just kind of like you know, bobbing and bobbin and weaving.
0: Dancing around back there, like and, and Kev, you know, it's a little concerning because especially now with the offensive line being a little bit banged up. Now, uh-huh. if you can't get anything out of him, Nick Foles I think is a very good quarterback if he has the uh-huh. running game. If Nick yeah. Foles has no running game and now you're just relying on him to throw the ball 40 times a game, I don't know if that's Nick Foles.
1: And I totally agree. And I, I watched – listen, the reason I'm not in studio tonight, I have, you know, my daughters uh, came down with a little little bug, I guess, so she wasn't really feeling well today. So uh, I've been kind of dealing with that. And I was watching, you know, in and out watching the game. Uh, you know, we had the big birthday party for her. She, it was her birthday today. So, you know, it's it tough that she's sick on her birthday. But we, you know, cleaning up the party and stuff. So mm-hmm. my biggest thing, I didn't really watch. I watch, It was 21. I, I didn't really watch, like, the third quarter that much and, like, most, like, half of the fourth quarter. Like, I came in, it was 23-21. And yeah. I was like, son of a... But it was like, you know, it's not like I'm a... Not an Eagles fan. It's just like I don't want to get divorced, so I just kind of said, you know what? Let me let me do what I need to do to get. Yeah,
0: I kind of go the know. other way on that one.
1: <laughs> um, so you you would go Eagles then then wife. Yeah, then everything
0: else. Um, but Kev, I, you know, if you didn't watch, you know, if you were kind of doing your stuff, Olivia six stuff like that. But
1: doing, doing I, I
0: mean, I mean, they had their. I mean, what a, I don't know if you. I mean, I'm sure you probably saw the highlight now, but the catch that um. Jeremy Macklin makes exactly. on, yeah, on third was... down. I mean, you know, my God. I mean, Nick Foles puts a beautiful ball in there. He he lays out for it, and then you are thinking, all right, they're going to go. Then they go to the then they go to the goal line.
1: Mm-hmm. They're
0: where, where they they third and goal. It was they're first and
1: goal in... from what? Like the what? They were six four or something like they, that. They were it, close.
0: Yeah. Th- third and fourth down were from about the the line. Uh-huh. two yard line.
1: Uh huh.
0: Two three yard line somewhere in there. You know, they're in the shotgun. I'm like Jesus Christ, like Andy Reid all over again. They're in the shotgun on third down and and you know and third and and, and on the goal line. Yeah, you got to run the look. I understand Shane McCoy has had a bad season, but at any given time, he can just he, could, he, he can he just can. will himself two yards into the end zone.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. With that fourth down play, they were in the shotgun again, and they they did the old play, you know, the kind of fake to McCoy, and I was so excited because I was like. I I just looked. I was like, he's going to get in. And it, I just looked kind of in front of him as, as he started sneaking. And I was like, oh, he's in. And then I realized Foles still had the ball. I'm like, shit. Because the pr- the just- problem
0: with Foles still has the ball is, the problem with Foles having the ball is, he just can't run. Like, you're almost, yeah. like, not worried about him running. Like, if that's Kaepernick, they're scoring a touchdown there. Cause they, he, yeah, they're if, scoring. Because he's just going to get around the edge and just score a touchdown.
1: Exactly. I but totally it, agree. I think yeah. – it's that's very that it was it was very frustrating to kind of watch that last drive and I'll tell you what that because you said it right that Macklin play was one of those big ones we talked about that Brett Myers walk in the World Series or in uh, hmm. what was it the Milwaukee not, series where walk, when, yeah. when Victorino uh, hit grand slam after that that was such a big play because. You're like if they don't do anything from this, it's not a big play. Now Macklin's catch was an unbelievable play, but if you don't do anything, it's just a good play. Like that's what sucked about it is you 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 had that great play and you had those that great drive going and they're ro- rolling down the field and you get to into the red zone and you don't score. I mean that's that was the most frustrating thing. And then you get the ball back and they're throwing like those little like plays up the middle. I was like, what the hell are they yeah. doing?
0: And Roger Goodell has totally ruined the NFL with the penalties and I mean the flags are yeah. play. I mean you, you hear Joe Buck and Troy Aikman the whole game going, "I don't see much there. I don't see anything there. This and that." I mean, you know, the Eagles killed themselves too when they get they get the ball back on the 40 um, with a minute 34 left, yeah. I guess it was, and then you get the illegal block in the back, then you get uh, a false or whatever it was that moved them back to the 20 yard line. Now it's like, you know, now you have to drive 80 yards instead of instead of you know. 55 or 60
1: exactly and that's fun and we talked about that's not the eagle's strength oh geez that's not the eagle's strength in great terms catch of, huh yeah are you watching see yeah. I'm, I'm i think we're you're in studio watching the same thing that i'm watching so yeah that steve Smith catch was ridiculous yeah
0: but we have let, that, let's get to the call we have a caller on the line oh geez i
1: have no idea yeah. what's going on right now yeah
0: let's let, let's let's get to the caller
1: let the grown-up talk.
0: Hello, caller. Yeah, I'd like
1: line. to say it's
2: Derek Cheater, but it's over for him. Oh. Oh, Down <laughs> from Fairfax. Down from are
0: Fairfax. You? There he is.
2: Oh. You know, I felt bad. I, I, actually, I was rooting for the Eagles in the game tonight, and I, I think that block in the back penalty was bogus because somebody got creamed from the back uh, uh-huh. early, earlier in the third quarter, and then there was, there was no call. It was a somebody from San Francisco hit some guy from the Eagles, and it was clearly a a flagrant hit to the back. But I couldn't believe that Foles, on that second-last possession, when they're down on the one, Mm -hmm. he had the tight end open for about four seconds, like less than a a yard from the goal line. His momentum would have carried him in, and I I couldn't believe that he threw that pass. I'm sitting there saying, okay, this is game time now. He's got him, and then all of a sudden, the thing ricocheted or, or like went over everybody. Yeah. And I and I thought they they fell in love with the pass. They did. Um, I think when you're down at the one yard line and, and you have two shots, you have you to. You have to run the your, ball. Exactly. Yeah. You
0: have to. You have to. You, yeah. Yeah. You have to give your running back a, a shot to get in there. And, and like Kevin and I said earlier, McCoy hasn't had a great game or a great season by any stretch of imagination, but. You're on the one yard line. I mean, he can get to the outside. He, I mean, he's still a great runner. I mean, he hasn't mm-hmm. ran well this year, but he's still a great runner. He can make two or three guys miss on the goal line, and just sneak in there. You know, I, you have to, you have to give him a shot there.
2: Yeah, and I think the shot is on third down. And then if you don't yeah, get it, yeah, absolutely, it, absolutely, then you throw. Absolutely. Now, but it was it your, was a tough loss.
0: Yeah. To your first point, Don, with the ble- the back, the block in the back. I, I feel like on every kick return, you can call an illegal illi- yeah. block to the back. Um.
2: Yeah.
1: You know,
0: yeah, and it's
2: just yeah. guys are flying up and up and down the field opposite to one another and then somebody turns up the field and, and there's the opportunity for the block in the back. And it wasn't it wasn't even to the point where the guy got knocked down or it it interfered with the play, the outcome right. of the play. So it was Go just ahead. something that and did you ever watch a game that Ed Hockley didn't referee. It's the only name that I ever remember. I know. <laughs> like, every well, a, time I a, turn on a, a football monster. game, Ed Hockley's there.
0: He's Maybe a monster. have
2: like a, a multi-million dollar contract.
1: Well, they got the. I'll tell you what. The the frustrating thing about today was that I noticed, and I was is you. I feel like Foles. Foles got exposed na- on a national level, and I think the, a lot of the people who who who. Or like, why is this guy on Sports Illustrated? What's he didn't have his best game. His throws weren't always there, and he kind of goes through. And you're like, well, what? It, it was frustrating because this is the game that everyone was watching. I mean, this is a national game. It was pretty much like playing Sunday night. Everyone's watching that 4:15 game because there's nothing else really there. So that was what very frustrating to me to kind of see the the national audience. And I can't wait to see what all the pundits are going to say about Foles and. And things like that, kind of coming up in the in the next week or so.
0: On the other and hand, I mean, yep.
1: yeah, and
0: it was winnable. Yeah, even though
1: was at San Francisco,
2: I think I think they they played poorly enough, but the score didn't show it. Right. Yes.
0: Yeah, they played. They played all the, the offense played about as bad as they can play, and what did they lose by five, we lost by five points.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Was that? I mean, was that fine? Fine. You know, and, but the, the next Foles thing, in I mean. No one's go you're not going sixteen though. Everyone has bad games. Um but I guess like you said, everyone's watching the game, it's a national TV. I-, I gotta be honest with you, I'm not that impressed with Colin Kaepernick. He can he can run, but if he- you make him a pocket passer,
1: I'm not that yeah. afraid of
0: him. I'm not that afraid of him.
1: And he and from what I you know, what they were saying, it seems like he hasn't really had his best stuff. I mean San Francisco hasn't really had their best stuff in a while, so uh kind of watching him, he looked he looked exposed at sometimes but like you said this earlier if that's Kaepernick he gets to the outside. That and it really is. It's a scary thing when I you know, you we had Vic last year or like two years ago, you remember those things. When they start get when when that quarterback is able to get outside and you have a guy like Kaepernick or, or Vic, I mean it's fun to watch. They just yeah. I, I he he was off it to is. the racers and I thought that was that was pretty impressive. And you kind of, I'm like, okay, they, they, they got him, they got him. If that's folds, they're getting him. And he just takes off, and it's he gets that outside, and suddenly what, look, whatever happened to
0: whatever happened to this play, Kev? Like on that on the one yard line there, like how about like a a pitch to McCoy and get him outside real quick or something? I, I mean, on third yeah. down, on third down, like.
1: I don't know. Like the old it's, HB Toss. Yeah,
0: the old HB Toss on uh yeah Madden or whatever. But the
1: old HB the old HB Toss on Madden used to get got me through a, long, a, lot, of, uh, <laughs> a lot, of, lot of a lot of a lot of a <laughs> lot of lonely nights. <laughs> well,
0: you know, or or how about having how about having McCoy and Sproles in the game there on the goal line both split or, or both, you know, flanking the quarterback. I don't know, just get something innovative. You hear all this stuff about Chip Kelly and Kevin. I don't know if you were watching or you were dealing with Olivia at the time. It's third and third and ten or something like that. And there's or third and eight and there's a um there's a penalty on the forty ers And mm-hmm. Chip declined the penalty
1: Yeah, I saw for that fourth,
0: for fourth down and lets them ha now he got he got off easy because they oh they still scored a field they only scored a field goal, which they would have kicked if he if he declined the penalty. But to me like if they go in and score a touchdown there, the game's over. And then everyone's just going, What the hell is he doing?
1: Oh, I totally agree, and it's, it's see there's a, but there's that a goes lot of back issues. to
0: him being I'm smarter than everyone. I feel like I'm smarter than well,
1: everyone. And we talked a lot about Andy Reid last year, and I think Andy Reid's the one thing I liked about Andy Reid is he was a player's coach. Is he like the guys loved him on the team, and you can see that in Kansas City. You know, you have that big the the uh, the video of where they, they set up the kool aid where he's like smashing through the wall and yep. stuff. Yep. Like the players love when he comes in. Like that's he's he's a players' coach. But what pro- the problem with Andy Reid? And that's what you need. You need a guy who can relate to the players and the, that they like, but also they respect. And that's what was Andy Reid. However, what happened? He just got when your head gets too inflated and you think you know you are you do no wrong. That's when you get yourself in trouble. And I don't want it to happen to Chip Kelly what it happened to Andy Reid, because that's what happened to Reid. His head got too big, and it just became a frustrating thing where he he was better than the team. He had to pick the draft picks. And how did that – I mean, Danny Walker, you know, you have this this guy who, who who just steps up, and he controls everything. And when you control everything, you can't do no wrong. And that's that was the issue with Andy Reid, and I'm just hoping that it doesn't come like that for Chip Kelly.
0: Yeah, it it's a disheartening loss for Philadelphia fans. But, on the other hand, you're not going to go 16-0. Um, you know, they lost to a good team. It's not like, you know, they didn't go out there and lose to the Titans.
2: You know, they're, it's not like you're living in Washington.
0: Not like you're living in Washington. It's not like you're rooting for the Wiz and the and the Redskins. Um,
1: yeah, I was like, that, I'll tell you what, the Thursday night game sucks because of that because, like, you know, Sunday you get excited. Like Thursday night, you're like, "Oh, this is great!" But it's like you're st- you still you have to go to school. You know, or like what you have to go to your job on Friday. Yeah, the Thursday
0: like, night game, they're just trying to force feed you the NFL. Yeah, I love, but the, the, what they do is because they, they, you're only really without three days because. Yeah. Sun, you know, you, like today or Monday night is the Monday night game. Obviously, then uh-huh. you're without football for. I guess you're without it for two days. You're without it for Tuesday and Wednesday, then Thursday you have football again.
1: Yeah. And then it's like so, Friday and then you have college football Saturday which right apparently people care about.
0: I have to imagine I have to imagine that the players hate Thursday night games.
1: I can imagine. I mean, especially with the Redskins. They played a one o'clock game versus the Eagles and then have to play a few days later. I mean it's just not enough time to prepare, it's not enough time to heal your body. I mean your practice that means you're practicing that Monday. Pretty much, unless you rest and you have two days to prepare for like an NFL game, I just think the, NFL, the Thursday night games suck. Now, Mike, I have two things, and both are completely unrelated to anything we're talking about. First, can you hear the crackling in the crackling? Yes. Or is that just my headset? No, I hear it. You hear the crackling? Okay. Yes. I wasn't sure if that was just me. So, okay. And yes. the second thing, I'm telling you, besides the crackling, which I'm sure I'm causing because of my crap setup right now, I don't know if I'm ever coming to the studio again. You know what, Mike? I'm, I have a wireless mic in, and right now I'm in the refrigerator grabbing a beer. I My was greatest. just going to say, there's there's got to be a pumpkin Chimp. beer involved in this. Chimp. Oh yeah. Like I'm right now. I'm right. Where's the old bottle? I'm, I'm living the dream right now. And you, the, you really <laughs> are. You really are living
0: the dream right now.
1: There's, there's nothing against our. There's nothing against our setup at all. And I love our studio, and I think it's comfortable, and I like watching the. Uh, you know, watching the games, and we have a nice we little.
0: We have to get you position. another headset though, if you're going to pull this routine.
1: Yeah, I I feel like I just need like the wireless, like a real good wireless headset, if I'm just going to be like walking yeah, you around. Know, you know
0: what? Probably, you know what would be probably a little more beneficial. Just stick your head out the just stick your head out the <laughs> door, just <to> start screaming.
1: <laughs> I'm like a mile from the studio. If you can yeah, hear I mean,
0: me. Yeah, I mean, here, just
1: like just, just do me a favor, stick. I'll stick my head out. you stick the my microphone out, see if we can connect, see if we can hear it.
0: I mean, your neck's long enough <laughs> I mean you can't, i mean if Kevin ever gets a sore throat, like you know it's like an <laughs> how
1: many de- is it uh, whatever oh my God, all right, well, thank okay. you so much, Don. We appreciate you calling in tonight um. My
2: pleasure. I, I I called in early because at eight o'clock I go to bed, so kind of past
1: my bedtime now. That's all I wanted to hit, it, make sure I make sure I acknowledge and said goodbye before uh <laughs> before I hear snoring on the other
0: way. <laughs> <Before Don> <laughs> uh have, Don. A gr-
2: have a great week and, and uh best of luck on the the punk- pumpkin taste off.
1: Oh thanks, Don. And, and are um, you are you gonna are you making the trip up? I think I am. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. So I got Don the perfect. Redskins bus. Nice.
2: <laughs>
1: We're bringing the yeah, insider coming up down. now. <laughs> well, that's okay, great. we'll have a
2: great week. All
1: right. Back, thanks, Don, Don. You too.
2: Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Don,
0: Don, <laughs> Don, are you still there?
1: <laughs> yeah, that Kraken's still there, huh? No, it's uh, not as bad anymore.
0: No, I don't hear it. Maybe it was just because Don was on the line.
1: Oh, man. We got... The,
0: was it so this Don? Means do, so this
1: means I can do this forever. This is awesome. Wow,
0: this is. I think it was Don. Yeah. What are they? What kind of? What are they? Big, um, Bell Atlantic uh, Mobile Systems down there in Virginia. What's going on?
1: <laughs> Metrophone yeah, I mean, PCS. We're, we're sitting there making fun of each other, talking about sticking our heads out the window. Meanwhile, yeah, I mean, I mean your
0: neck is still long, regardless of the crackling or not. Let's be honest.
1: Don's sitting. Don't sitting there, patched through like a like a nineteen. Yeah, 90- mean, I mean,
0: I mean, Don operator, using, operator,
1: operator, was Don. I was zone.
0: using. Was Don using coconuts to call in tonight?
1: <laughs> oh like man!
0: Campbell's soup can. What's going on with Don over there? That's, yeah. So, kind of a disappointing. Uh, you know, and 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 you know, the way Philadelphia works is, if we won this game, we were going to the Super Bowl. And obviously, the, the Eagles lost the game, so now it's going to be just they're not that good. The offense can't score. They can't win. Blah 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 yeah and that's um, a, that's
1: the that's the issue and i i'm gonna because that's what's gonna happen this week they're three and one you have a good team and you lost to a very good team at their home i right. mean but if you like, start if you yeah. start hating it's gonna create it's gonna create an issue because now it's it's like that was a game where you kind of penciled in as a loss so but you like, did, but, but, like but like john
0: said. Like Don said, it's a, that was a winnable. You know, if, like I said, if they come out and they just get their doors blown off from the beginning, okay, you're winning 21 to 10, and you're going, man, we they at that point when you're on 21 to 10, you have to step, you have to say we, we're winning this game. This is a huge win, especially with the Rams and the Giants on deck. You have a chance to go six and zero, put a little stranglehold on the NFC East. Um, you know, in the NFC, the Saints are you know the Saints are still um. What are the Saints two and two or?
1: Yeah, well, they haven't played yet today. But one and two, so they're... One and two. Yeah, so yeah, they're playing. Two, they're playing now. They're playing, yeah, they're playing right now.
0: You know, I, but, I'm almost. I almost have to root for the the Cowboys to win this game. To be honest with yeah, you.
1: Yeah, I to, I totally agree. You have to cause because I don't see the Cowboys going anywhere this year.
0: No, and I don't want to. I don't want the Eagles to have to go to New Orleans to play in that dome because that's going to be trouble.
1: Now, Mike, on the flip side of what you were saying about San Francisco, and it being a winnable game now you, that could be a positive as well cuz now you have to look at it oh, we yeah. we went to San Francisco yep, and we absolutely. we should have won so when we it played
0: gets we play a horrible and we lost
1: yeah by five exactly minutes. so so you go through the rest of the season learning from those mistakes you get to the playoffs now it's like any now you feel like you have the advantage like you should have won that game and listen eagles go through and take care of business they're still going to get that they still might oh, get yeah. that first round bye and they'll be fine and, and now you, you're you have a chance, you know, who knows? You play San Francisco in the NFC championship game, now you're at home, now it's now you have that confidence like we almost we should have beat them at their place, yeah. now we're we'll gonna beat them in our place. So Yeah,
0: yeah, that's, that's a that's a good that's a good point. Um you know, but it's it's just a shame to win that game because the Panthers, which everyone thought was a tough game before the season, they they look like they just stink right now. The yeah, Packers are kinda up and down, that's a winnable game. Um obviously the Seahawks coming here uh it's a little more winnable because it's in Philly. If that game was in Seattle, I don't give the Eagles much of a chance at all, but because it's in Philly, maybe they maybe they can sneak a game out, but and there there's not a game on the schedule that's not winnable.
1: No, I totally agree. I think they're going to I think they'll be fine. Uh I I'm, I'm excited. I think, you know, they put themselves in a good position and even though they didn't win this game, the fact that they that they that they were able to go and beat, uh, they were able to win those first three games, especially beating a good Indianapolis, or like a decent Indianapolis team. You have to; it has to be something you have to look forward to and kind of look favorably on for the rest of the year. I mean, three and one, you beat Indianapolis, you should have beat San Francisco, and now you have uh, you, your schedule's not not ridiculous coming up, so you should be in the driver's seat to to really take care of business.
2: Yeah. By the I, way, Tony Tony,
1: Tony Romo's wearing a, an NFL hat. In his intro for, uh, for Sunday oh, yeah. Night Football. What he's a, a, he's I'll a tell clown. You what, he is a corporate suck-up, that guy. He
0: really? Like he, he usually has the starter stuff on, doesn't he? Like, who the hell sponsored by starter anymore? The last starter... That, remember, <laughs> the, remember the starter jackets from, like, the 80s? Like, the glossy... Like, I had a Bulls jacket, like, back in the early yeah. 90s. A starter jacket. Like, who the hell wears starter stuff anymore?
1: Yeah. Starter... starter I'll tell you what. That, that was a flawed business plan. Whoever... That, they took that play. That thing took off. I was like, "Wow!" Start. You know, starter is a big deal. They really fell off. I mean, LA Gear. It's like, what were you guys thinking? You had the world by you by the fingertips, and you just let it, crapped it all away, making yeah, jackets. Sh- Maybe you started because they're probably still making stuff like, <laughs> like Champion. Starter and Champion, they just controlled everything. I had all Champion sweatpants and stuff like that.
0: Uh, you had a couple of Russell sweatpants in there too, I think.
1: Oh yeah, a few Russell. Yeah, they just, they just, it just, it just never, never, never really came back. Maybe it was just an '80s thing. Maybe they, ne- they never, never grew up.
0: Never, <laughs> never came never back. Off. Never took off.
1: What champ or uh, Champion? You never had Champion sweatpants.
0: Probably yeah, the Champion. By the- never the Champion sneakers.
1: By the way, kudos on the on the Bulls starter jacket, you front-running son oh of my a! Oh dude, it was in like
0: 1992 until <laughs> I was like a yeah. sophomore in high school, man. I, I was rocking the, the Bulls red start, and then someone stole it in the Camden Catholic locker room.
1: Uh, there's a surprise right there, <laughs>
0: right? But everybody Jeez. had one cap. Those things were huge, man.
1: Everybody <laughs> they, they had a. They did after that day. <laughs> someone else had someone else had
0: one. Everyone had the Raiders, the, the 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 um, but it was all about the colors back then. For me, it was just all about being a front runner. But for most people back then, it was about the colors.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was about the colors. I don't but think they, I ever everyone had. Everyone
0: loved the Raiders.
1: Yeah, the the big black and silver. I don't yep. think I ever had a starter jacket, and I'm I'm sure the jokes are going to come flying that I'm, they wouldn't fit me, and I'm going to say that's probably not that far off.
0: You had or, a. Um, you had a members-only jacket, though, didn't
1: you? Oh, absolutely! I was all '80s down. I think I was last member. That was when they closed the club. Like, <laughs> this guy joined. <laughs> Screw <laughs> this! We're out. <laughs> we're out. <I> was...
0: <laughs> if we're, if we're out. We're taking Champion and Russell with us.
1: <laughs> I was nine years old, like when the '80s ended. Oh yeah, God!
0: Dude, dude, those starters those starters jacket—they were huge, man. I love those things.
1: You know what? It I don't think. Like yeah, I remember. I remember like my friends all had them, and I was just like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." But I feel like also, this, I don't think they had like the Eagles sucked back then. The Flyers sucked. Yeah, but Philly it's not stuck. only that. Like
0: it's not only like that. Like just the colors. Like I, I think the Eagles. Like I would never buy Eagles. Like I just the green. I think is just an ugly what, color. Like
1: what? Like wait, the count- no. The midnight green or like the the. Oh, the Kelly, Kelly- green. They're they're
0: both pretty bad. Like I like the Kelly Green's uniforms but imagine having a Kelly Green Eagles jacket. That's not yeah, that
1: started, cool. that's well it's not cool for the 80s cuz they they remember the Zuma stuff. I definitely had e- Eagles Zuma outfit. It was it was like the green and green and white and they would look like lightning bolts.
0: No, Zubas.
1: Like, Zubas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever it is. I I I had a pair. You I had, had those. those. Oh, I had it. I had Jeez. the Eagles shirt it was just a white shirt, but it had like all that design on the around the Eagles logo, and then.
0: No, I'm. I'm, I, I, I'm not a um. I I I don't think I've ever owned an Eagles jersey or shirt. Like maybe <laughs> when I was real, real little, my parents, but like since I've been able to like buy my own clothes and, and own that, I've never earned. Uh, I've never owned the Flyers.
1: When when did that happen?
0: Stop! I've never owned the Flyers, <laughs> a Sixers, hey, hey, or an Eagles.
1: Right. If you have a pair of champions, that's until you're out.
0: <laughs> I've never owned a. Well, now I've I've had some Phillies shirts, but like I'm not a jersey. I've never had a jersey. I'm just not. Yeah, a jersey I'm not guy.
1: a big jersey
0: guy. I'm not a jersey guy. Um, but I I I also I don't I never had one Flyers shirt or one Eagles. I'm just not. I just don't. I don't know. Now the Sixers. I think I had one when you go with the Sixers game. You fill out that free credit card yeah. information. They throw a T-shirt your way. Probably one of those guys, but. Never See, been a big I,
1: guy. Now, what what are your thoughts on jerseys? Like oh, the the, shirts like the that are jerseys. Yeah, like like the like the Phillies. I mean, the Phillies like it just says red shirt with Phillies on the front, and it has like Chase Utley Utley twenty six in the back. Oh, those. Yeah, I'm not
0: a big I'm not a big fan of those.
1: Because that, that's like you know it, it's it's all it's like the business of a jersey, but like the comfort of a t shirt. Like I don't like jerseys because they're like. First yeah, of all, baseball. Yeah, baseball jerseys are the worst. Like anything that I have to button up in the front, I better be going to work for it. Like I'm not <laughs> buttoning up a jersey. Like what the hell am I doing? Like that's ridiculous. Unless I'm playing baseball, I'm not. I would never <laughs> wear a baseball jersey. It's like it's like the weirdest thing in the world. Like okay, guys, getting ready for the game, and here I am buttoning up my shirt. Like <laughs> people would be like, uh, please go away and put on a jersey. Well,
0: you know, you know what's funny. Um I think it's hysterical how you know how baseball managers have to wear the uniform. Yeah. I think that, I think they should make all professional coaches wear the uniform. Could you could you imagine could you imagine Doug Moe in his sixers in a sixers? <laughs> I mean, you, I think they should make the basketball coaches wear the wear the uniforms too. The, like basketball, the football the, coach should have all the he should be all padded up.
1: Can you imagine like Popovich wearing like a like a double extra large Spurs jersey? Like, they should all well, have to. What number would they wear?
0: Dude, like you Steve? couldn't look.
1: You couldn't take you could your number.
0: You couldn't. No one could possibly look more ridiculous than Tommy Lasorda did it in a baseball uniform.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing, and it's tradition. But I totally agree. I, I feel like you need if you need to set yourself set yourself apart. Like everyone should And baseball. I get it because it's tradition, but. I don't know. And it would be so weird to see someone in a shirt and tie in the dugout. But I don't know. Like every other sport, it's shirt and tie. Like coaches wear shirt and ties, And I'm kind of getting, becoming, listen, I went to Catholic school. And I when I coach, like every once in a while, I always wear a shirt and tie. But every once in a while, like on a Saturday, I kind of like throwing on the sweats. And just, you know, rocking a t-shirt sweats. Like a, you know, jumpsuit a sweatsuit for right. the game. Right. Cause I get yeah. into it. I'm all sweaty at the end. I was like, "What am I doing? Like, I'm like wrenching my shirts. This is ridiculous." I'd rather yeah. just yeah. Wear it.
0: You know, I think you should be forced to wear a uniform on the sideline this year.
1: <laughs> a girl's one. A girl's yes. Of course. <laughs> yeah, obviously. That would be. That would be. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is. I don't know. I just. I I don't. I like. I feel like it's. It, See, we're baseball purists. Like we, we just—I don't like the game to change with baseball because it's been around for so long and it's been played the same way for so long.
0: Right, but why do they have to wear the shirt? Like, can't they just like—I don't know—can't they just wear like?
1: Well, then Connie Mack used to. Connie Mack used to wear like a shirt and tie. Like they I used think they to wear did a
0: shirt back, back tie. then. Who was a who was the douche for a, the Falcons a couple years ago? Mike Nolan, maybe that would wear. He wore the. Uh, he wore the tie and uh, he wore yeah. like a suit on the sideline or something, like he was Tom manager uh-huh. or something. Like, come on, yeah. Stop.
1: You know, top the hat. He had the whole yeah. nine yards going.
0: But everybody also used to get dressed up uh, when they went to, when they went to sporting events. They used always used to wear like shirts and ties and, um,
1: that's you know, true. Uh,
0: yeah, but like, and then but then you go to, like when I was younger, like when I when I would go to church, my parents they they would make me put on like the you know, I wouldn't wear a tie, but like the button-down shirt, the the slacks, and like the nice shoes. Like you go to church nowadays, kids are wearing just like sweatpants,
1: yeah, a sweatshirt. I totally agree. I think I want to listen. I watch Boardwalk Empire. I want to bring it back. Like people, even like the the beggars in Boardwalk Empire were wearing like a dress shirt. They weren't wearing a tie, but they're wearing like a dress shirt and like a suit and a sports coat. Like that was like the poor people. Like so, like the the normal folk were wearing nice suits and like the rich people are wearing like like tuxedos out every day i kind of like that i kind of like how that that whole entire i like dressing up i think it would be i'm going to start dressing up to go places like i'm going to go to the I mall mean, and I'm gonna...
0: i mean it'd be hard it'd be hard for you to dress down that's for sure
1: <laughs> i don't know i would need a lot of like special customized suits because i just don't have any and they all look ridiculous See, that's why I don't wear suits, because, like, oh, listen, God. I don't know I don't know why people even invented pleats. But whoever did, and it, <laughs> first, I don't know who invented pleats, and I don't know why I listened to the guy who tried to sell me pleats and actually bought, like, three suits of pleats.
2: Oh, that's I just, what,
1: what, what was the point of pleats? Like, I, I don't understand why you would ever get pleats in your pants, but that was, like, a style. But yeah, now I, I look at it, and I'm like, that's horrible. That's a bad style, yeah. It, well, I'd rather wear my Zumba pants than pleat pants right now.
0: See, I, I when think... I get a, if I have to get a suit, I go to like Joseph A. Bank. and I'll get like the two for one. And my, yeah. And my, and my one buddy makes fun of me. He's like, "Oh, dude, they're so cheap. You go to, you go to Joseph A. Bank. You am like, dude. I wear a suit like once, maybe twice a year. Like, what the hell am yeah. I gonna go buy a fifteen hundred hour suit that I never wear?
1: <laughs> well, that's a good point. I totally agree. If you're like, if you're, and they always show like the business people walking yeah, around. Yeah, like unless you're a lawyer or yeah. unless you're
0: like a lawyer or a, an accountant or a, you know, a finan- Like, and you have to have suits all the time. Yeah. Well, you know, then I'm going to go invest and buy some nice suits because you wear them every day.
2: I wear a
1: suit, yeah. dude.
0: I've been wearing the same suit for four years.
1: <laughs> Just wear like to a wedding. How many suits yeah. do you own right
0: now? I own one and a half.
1: What do you mean half? Like a sport? What happened to the, are they pleat pants? I can't find the
0: pants, I can't find the pants in my one suit right now. So I'm down, I guess I own one, I guess I own one full suit. (laughs) But it's like a neutral, like, you know, like it's a, um, what color is it? It's like a gray, I forget what it's called, herringbone or something, or like, uh, it's like a grayish, but it has like, has some pinstripe things going through it. Um, but it's not dark. Like you can wear it in the in the in the summer or winter.
1: See, I feel like pinstripes are another thing. Like anything, no, I feel pin, like it's
0: not pin, it's not pinstripes. It's like very lightly like see, yeah, herringbone. Uh, I think it was called.
1: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna like with all my clothing from right now on. I'm just gonna go against like what could change. Like I'm jeans will never go out of style. Like a comfortable pair of jeans Your that hat. you. We, <laughs> I mean, true. But I mean, so was my aren't
0: coming back stone wash aren't coming back in that's for sure so was
1: my so was my but like a pair of dark jeans you know Man. you never can go wrong with those and a t shirt like you can never go wrong with that like that's it's been the style forever. Right. I just anything that like can come and go like skinny jeans, I'll never buy skinny jeans because right. You can't If you if you think maybe in five years people aren't going to be wearing these anymore, then I'm not going to buy it. Like, pleat pants. I'm so angry at pleat pants because I'm just so disappointed that I went and I bought a pair of pleat pants. Like, several. And all my mm-hmm. suits are pleat pants now. And I you look like suckered. an a-hole. I did get suckered. And I'm very disappointed in it.
0: You fell for the men in the tailpipe.
1: I, I, I was swindled by men's warehouse.
0: Oh, you went to men's warehouse?
1: Yeah, I went to Men's Warehouse. Now, Mike, the one time I bought a suit, I went to uh, this place called Tory Big and Tall. It's in Philadelphia. I think they're just closing down. And uh, our boy, Mark Jackson, told me about it. Mm-hmm. And Mar- Mark was like, go to Big they'll they'll hook you up. So I was like, OK, I need a suit. Mike, I went to a, I went and bought a suit. It is the I, I, I need to I'll wear it one time for you. Like when I am <laughs> just walking around first, it's way too big for me. Right. And Secondly, it was like during my my playing days when I really like gained a lot of weight to play. It was it's too big for me. It's brown pinstriped with orange and blue pinstripes. Now it gets worse. I have a like a a yellow like a mustard yellow shirt that goes with it. Oh, Jesus, a, a tie that is like the paisley swirled with shit like tie. It's like the worst tie ever. It's like blue and brown and like burnt orange. And I bought the suit. It was like $1,000. The suit, oh, shirt, and tie was like $1,000. And I was like, I was just looking at myself going, I don't know if this is what I had in mind. And he's like, no, you look great. I'm like, okay. And I bought it.
0: I always go into these places, and they always have like the, the shirt, the, like the dress shirts, are like buy one, get two free, and the third one half off or something. Like they always have like these, like, which leads me to believe, like they just pump up these prices. So Joseph A. Bank always has a buy one, get one free.
1: Yeah, there's always something going on. Like buy one suit get 16 free. I'm like, yeah, right, like "Oh, don't buy
0: one. Cheap. Buy one suit at $500 and get two free and a free dress shirt or something." Like, yeah. it's like ridiculous.
1: But buy one flat front pair of pants and get
0: get six two pleated for pleated. free.
1: <laughs> get six pleated for free. <laughs> I'll pass on that deal every time. Yeah, Hopefully, I like I
0: said I'm, I'll
1: I'll ahead. say I'll pass and I'll go in and end up buying it all. Be like, "Ah, they maybe they'll come back."
0: Yeah, see, exactly. I have a hard time saying no to people too. Like they they got me with the, they got me with the girls outside for the softball, outside of Wawa, selling stuff like um, the, for the yeah. raffle. They got me with that. I have a hard time just walking by them when they're watching you and just not giving them a couple bucks or whatever or buying money. Like, the Girl Scout cookies, forget about it.
1: I can't well, say no to those. The Girl Scout cookies that that serves a purpose. Like you're they're really good to eat. This I, I don't, I I don't the, like
0: it. I don't like any of those. Girl
2: oh Scout my God. cookies.
1: Well, I went into the Lowe's. I, I went in the Lowe's the other day, and I came out. I, I had to re- went and got a lamppost, pulled it out. It was broken, so I was pretty pissed about that. Went to Lowe's, returned it, and when I returned it, I'm walking out, and there's a Boy Scout there, and he's like, he's like, "Hey, do you want to buy the And I was like, no I would- for you? Well, he, I would just, I just walked out, and I was like, "No, we we're in here earlier. I got you earlier." And I was like, "Was that a bad thing to do?" Like a little Boy Scout is just like, "Hey." Can you buy some of my crap product? And I'm just like like I just completely lied to him. But I just I, I almost blew him off before he could get too close to like explain what he's doing, because then I'm like, alright, I gotta buy it. If I just like can brush him off real quick and not make eye contact, I feel like I won. But at the right. same time, is that like a dick move by me?
0: Um, yeah, but you're a dick, so what's the difference? <laughs> the
1: train's never late.
0: <laughs> but Kev, by the way, do you know how many yards Sean McCoy had tonight? How many? He had 17
1: yards. <laughs> I thought, like, the stat was, like, <laughs> I thought the stat was, like, right, readily available. Do you know how many yards? Uh, do, you, do you know how many singles Cal and Jr. had?
0: No, no, he had 17 yards.
1: Hold on, let me look it up.
0: No, he had 17 Dead yards, air. I'm telling you. He had 17 That's yards.
1: That's and last bad.
0: game, Kev, he had 22 yards.
1: Now, and listen, I. I I don't feel like they're running the ball that much, though. I feel like they're really not giving him a ton of carries. And Sproles, you know, he's kind of split with Sproles. I don't think he's getting a fair shake. And last year, I think they ran the ball all the time. And I feel like Chip Kelly's trying to be innovative and throw the ball more. And like you said, I think it's actually hurting Nick Foles because you haven't yeah, you have not you haven't not established a running game at all.
0: Yeah, but, you know, that, Kev, the offensive line uh, – you know they're missing almost. Out. Peters went out of the game for a little bit tonight too. Where they had, they just had yeah, a whole true. backup offensive line. That's got to be that's got to be a little bit harder too. Um, you know, obviously to run the holes aren't as big, but you have to just keep. I mean, Kev, the guy's averaging nineteen yards at, in the last two games. Nineteen yards.
1: Yeah, that's bad, especially for the guy who led the especially, NFL rushing. Especially
0: fantasy. if you have him in fantasy. Do you? I don't. I don't play fantasy No.
1: Uh, yeah, that's right. You don't play fantasy. I'm nah, playing fantasy, on. and I I had the Eagles defense, and I'll tell you what, like I, it's like one of those waiver wire things. So I made a bid for the Chargers defense. They wouldn't like someone else bid like ten bucks for the Chargers defense. So I wrote this whole rant like, who bids ten dollars on a defense? Like you, you, pools. Like what's wrong with you all of you? And. Who did I, it? Well, I was, and I was mad, and I was like, well, I need a defense now. So the commissioner's like, well, you'll pay you know, whatever the highest paid defense was this week off waiver wire. You're going to pay that, and you can pick who you want, who's still left. And he's like, you can't pick these because they just got dropped. So the only team that I like, there was like, we have a real deep league, so there's like there's like six defenses that I could have picked from, and the Eagles were one. I was like, oh, let me, at least I can root for them. So I picked up the Eagles, and that won me my game. Like they had like thirty something points.
0: Yeah, well, they had the interception return for the touchdown. They had like four or five sacks. The defense defense played well tonight.
1: Yeah, well, they had three touch. It was the special teams. They had the block uh, okay. kick yep. for the touchdown. The they had, had the run back, back, and then the interception return. So they had three touchdowns today, which is right. pretty impressive. So I'm uh, needless to say, I'm pretty happy right now.
0: Yeah, I you know, I, I don't know how to feel after tonight's game. I was – I was, I, you go from that high, like football, you go from that high to where uh, Macklin lays out and makes that catch. They're going to win this game. There's too many yeah. seconds left. Now you're going – do you score right away? Do you leave many time? And then you go where it's – you're like, all right, third down, two chances getting from the one. We're golden here. Now you're like, oh, shoot, it's fourth down. You know this is it. And – they just don't get it done. So you, I, I I was excited. You know, they come out seven. I mean, a minute into the game, they're blocking a kick. They're up seven nothing. You're like, wow, this is great. Twenty one ten. They're gonna run away with the game. Next thing you know, uh, you lose by five.
1: Yeah. I don't, I'm I'm still I'm still holding out hope. It's not. It hasn't ruined my day. And maybe it's because I wasn't you know as focused on the game as I should have been. Like I feel like that's yeah. that becomes. If you're really into something, you've been watching it the whole time, and it fails, that's when it gets real disappointing. Let, you know those those Philly seasons where they just they just didn't do it at the end, and you watched every yeah. single game, and you're like waiting for it. Yeah. That's when it gets frustrating. But I didn't. I, I watched like the first half, and you know my daughter's six, so I'm like kind of tending to her back and forth, and it's like you're you're doing all this I, stuff, and I, I just didn't wasn't like. Watching it as h- intently as I wanted to, and uh, so when it w- happened, I was like, ah shoot!" But it wasn't I like I would have been more, I been more upset. World.
0: I would have been more upset if they lost the Colts a couple weeks ago. Now you're sitting at two and two. I'm okay with three and one. Yeah, like, I, I agree. But most people had them two and two at this point. So to be three and one, going against the you know you have the Rams and Giants coming up, five and one. You know, if you were to say Eagles are gonna be potentially five and one after their first six games, I think everybody would have signed up for that.
1: Oh yeah, C- count me in. I'm down. Yep. You're down now. Yep. I'm down downtown. Julie Brown. Now, Mike, we uh, little yes. little plug here. Now we're all set, we are all set to go next Friday night. The Great Pumpkin Face Off from uh, the Mexican Food Factory in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Yeah,
2: uh, nice we,
1: uh, the old MFF, and uh, yeah, we're we're pretty excited. So we got everything everything set up. It's gonna be. It's uh, we're warning you if you want to come uh come, we're starting the show at 9, try to get there at 8 because it's going to be pretty crowded. Uh, we actually, they, they held out had out people so that we're on the back deck, and it's going to be really crowded. Uh, from what we hear, we're, we have an overwhelming amount of people who said they're coming, so I'm pretty excited that we'll be doing a show. And also a little, listen, I'm sitting right now on my couch. I have a nice leather couch. I'm sitting here watching the, the New Orleans game, Dallas game. The next time we do the show, we're going to be sitting in front of like... You know 100, 200 people sitting there watching us. It's like I feel like you could you can go into the studio and record all the time, but when you do it in front of people, that's when it that's when your true color show hopefully we don't yeah. screw it up,
0: yeah, I mean, we screw it up when we're sitting with no one watching yeah. us so um all
1: yeah, right, we screwed pretty, it
0: up several times, yeah, I mean, we pretty much have no shot to make this uh to make this a memorable night, but that's when you just start drinking the pumpkin beer and you forget about it in about twenty minutes.
1: Yeah, and you hope everyone else does too. Now we have uh so far we have Elysian uh is in, we have uh Southern Tier, Weyerbacher, uh Shipyard. Who else? Oh, and we got a we got a big one. Cigar City Brewing Company sent us one of the rarest beers out there. uh Cigar City Brewing Company. They're 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 a small brewery, but they have one of the better pumpkin beers out there called uh Great Gourd. Not Great Gould. Great okay. Gore well,
0: not 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 Frank Gore
1: not Frank Gore and it's it's one of the rarest beers you can find and we actually have a sample for the Great Pumpkin Face off so that's going to be a lot of fun uh sampling that and I'm, I'm making a big deal because it's a very good beer but at the same time I'm making a big deal of it because I want you to drink it all because Mike <laughs> is notorious Mike is notorious for the Great what? Pumpkin Face off of leaving like s- taking a half a sip and being like, yeah, that was pretty good. And on to the next oh, beer. Sure.
0: I I mean, you don't need I mean, you know, you could you could take a little sniff of a a, a cologne bottle and know it's pretty good. You don't have to sit there and go and sniff for 10 <laughs> minutes, right? <laughs> so I want to keep my well, I want to keep my I want to keep my taste bud and palate fresh.
1: The, now, the, now th- thought, no do we want to do a uh, like a some no. kind of palate cleansing. Okay. <laughs> you know, palate
0: cleansing. Well, what what cleanses the palate? I know when you sniff all the clones and perfume, you're supposed to smell coffee beans in between. What, really? What? Yes.
1: Oh. How oh, would you sh- know that? You used to work at the mall.
0: <laughs> no, but dude, don't you ever go to like the clone and like and they have the coffee beans right there? No. No. Yeah. I've you never. Sniff-
1: because, you know, Cause if you they start all,
0: sniffing it, they all start running together and smelling the same. Well, you're supposed to sniff the coffee beans in between because that cleanses out this, this sense of smell. And then you go on to the next, um, you know, you go on to your, uh, your next uh, cologne choice there.
1: Huh. All right. Well, so you, which is I'm, Old re- Spice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking right now. A not-too-salty cracker and switch to no, tonic water. I'll
0: tell you what, I'm not, looking, I'm not looking and I'll tell you what cleanses it sherbet well, maybe sherbet or sorbet no, I don't know what.
1: that's like I, cleansing like your palate between meals where, where, what are you going to go uh, to like are we going to go to the store and just get a, a gallon of sherbet how about sal- salad
0: full? how about salad oh no that cleanses salad. out no not salad
1: that um. cleanses something else out
0: <laughs> yeah oh, I don't know cool. but there has to be something that you have to get there has to be some, maybe you drink coffee
1: maybe if you, I, if you
0: smell coffee beans maybe you drink coffee that would only make sense to
1: me. It seems like bread and water. Like what in the world? Unsalted. Like I feel like I'd just rather drink the next beer. It's like the, all, everything that I'm reading is just like here. Have a cracker and some water. Like what am yeah, I prison? Ha- yeah, no, I'm yeah, there. Have,
0: <laughs> have a salt. Yeah, instead of that pumpkin, uh, have a saltine and a bottle and a glass of water.
1: Yeah, let me let me down a let me down a glass of water so I can't taste. Ugh, stupid. Hey, I'm, be trying, rit, I'm trying to get rit, drunk here.
0: Ritz, Ritz, anyone?
1: <laughs> Let's just bring a bag of Ritz, Ritz, and a gallon of sherbet up, and several water. And we'll it, yeah. Fun. Oh
0: my god. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I'm. The, yeah, the coffee beans definitely cleanses the the smell, though. I know that for sure.
1: All right. Well, I, I, I
0: I've walked through Macy's a couple times. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you, have you ever stopped and had them like do a whole thing with you, like with the cologne? Have you ever had someone spray cologne on you at the mall? No,
0: no, 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 never, never. I, I don't like people like that. I like the people like. Whatever. I hate when I'm looking for something and I go there specifically, or like I'm just looking. Like, can I help you? Oh, would you like to try this? This is something new. No, I don't want to. Try. I'll tell you when I want to try something. <laughs> that has that, 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 no end.
1: Yeah, people. People really try to hard, the hard sell. Well they see you coming, they're like they they the guy from the guy from Joseph A. Bank was like, Hey, he, we got we got a live one. Hit him up with some cologne. <laughs> You're like, All right. Here I
0: come. Yeah, hey, hit him with the Dracar. Hey, he just came hey, he just sir, came from Joseph A. Bank. Hit him with the Dracar
1: Can I bother you for some Aqua Gio and uh an espresso <laughs>
0: Oh they so probably we, uh, called him. Here he comes. Here he comes. Joseph he A. Comes. <laughs> Joseph A. Bank entering soon.
1: He just left Joseph A. Bank. He made a left. He's him to the Cherry Hill Mall. <laughs> Be advised.
2: Oh my God! He uh, needs cologne. Uh,
1: that, with that, with that, with his fancy four for four for two hundred dollars suits. <laughs> Get that man some dude, cologne so he doesn't dude, he doesn't notice the strings hanging off.
0: Dude, watch out. Dude in, dude in Bull Starter's jacket coming your way.
1: <laughs> bull starter's jacket. Incoming. Incoming He's also, <laughs> he's also got a uh he's got
0: He's got champion socks and a starter hat. <laughs> You'll see him coming.
1: Yeah, you can't miss him. He's carrying six suits over his shoulder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> pleated pants at that.
1: <laughs> They're pleated. Oh, uh, I saw some. I saw some guy fit the description. He was wearing flat fronts. Uh, <laughs> not him. <laughs> so, okay. We, we, <laughs> Are we we our time?
0: We just got. Uh, we're, we have thirty five seconds left in the show.
1: Oh, Do you Jesus want to stay on Christ.
0: the line and talk after we're off?
1: Yeah, let's just hang up the show. Let's we'll continue this. I feel like. <laughs> This is, like, the first show. Well, because usually we're sitting next to each other. I'm sitting on the couch. I feel like we're just, like, talking on the phone. Like, it's just <laughs> like, hey, what's up, man? Like, I feel like we should be dead air of us, like, both watching the game. Just like, so what right. are you doing?
0: Kind of like when you're talking to you're like your wife. You're just, like, you hear yeah.
1: nothing. You're just like,
0: all right, I'll so, talk to you later.
1: <laughs> so the Great Pumpkin face off this Friday night at the Mexican Food Factory in Cherry Hill, New Jersey like we said a lot of good beers being uh will be there uh on tap they're gonna have a, a good ones as well we'll have uh i think i know pumpkin will be on tap i think we're doing dogfish head pump, uh pumpkin uh will be on tap fegley's uh devious imperial elf or De- devious imperial pumpkin will be on tap so you will be able to sample all these beers as we go through and we uh taste them up in the up in the front you will get you can purchase a flight. And sample the beers and we also have a write-in vote so you can fill out a card and uh, submit that to to the ballot and we will count those up and actually have that be uh, our our studio our write-in vote so that will be fun as that will be fun as well uh, show brought to you tonight by Phone Pack, supplier of all Graco products. We are just a phone call away. 888 458 2928. Also, Integrated Play and Renee Shaw. If you're an athlete looking to transition into a career outside the athletic field, contact Renee. 269 760 3857. Cross River Realty, specializing in off campus housing at Temple University. Also, a full service real estate company located in Philadelphia. Check them out at crossriverrealty.com. 267 460 5737. So Mike, a successful show from uh, from a distance tonight. So yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, see yeah I'll, I'll see you never. Yeah, I'll see you. i see you bright and early on Friday. <laughs>
0: that's it. All right. Well, another successful show turned in by the Matchup Zone, and uh, we will see everyone at the Great Pumpkin Faceoff Friday night, October third, nine o'clock. Try to get there a little bit early, eight o'clock. Get your seat reserved, and uh, and we'll all have a good time.
1: Yeah. No, no exit music today, so it's just going to end abruptly. We'll talk to you later, guys.
0: All right, we'll talk to. We'll see you next week.